0: That you are willing to spend time investing intentionally in the things that are important in their lives, I think creates an incredible platform for a really strong relationship.
1: Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships.
2: BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in.
1: Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, thank you so much for joining the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, leave us a comment, leave us a review, we'd love to hear from you. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go and check it out and subscribe and get notified every Monday when we drop a new podcast. We are so excited today to welcome Dr. Phil Schubert, president of Abilene Christian University, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here.
2: Yes, Dr. Schubert, we are so humbled and, um, we, we've gotten to know you more on a personal level and, um, it's just an honor just to have you here and, um, just get some wisdom and knowledge from you. So we're excited. I hope I
0: don't disappoint you. That's great. (laughs) You're going to be great.
2: Well, just to tell you guys a little bit about Dr. Schubert, he lives in Abilene, Texas, which is my hometown, born and raised, um, married to Brooke, father of three, and again, president of Abilene Christian University. Uh, Abilene Christian is where well, you graduated that's, from.
1: That's, that's, my, that's my spot. That's right? I mean, that is where I grew up from, I think, from about the age of, I probably started going to the ACU campus probably when I was probably 12 years old. Yeah. So, Camp Cadish and then went as an incoming freshman, and then graduated some years later. Uh, Had a a wonderful time, met uh, a lot of... That's the part we
0: glossed over, right? Some years later. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was a... a, My undergrad was an... Elongated experience? It was a lengthy experience that I felt like, you know, I needed to be there a few more years. I wasn't in an extreme hurry to grow up. Yeah. That's good. So, uh, Dr. Schubert, thanks for being here. Um, You are the... The captain, the leader of Abilene Christian, obviously, we know your heart for Christian education, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. But before we get into that, tell us more about you, what you guys like to do. Tell us about your family. Well, in the introduction, it said I'm the father
0: of three, which is true, but I'm also the stepfather of four others. So between Brooke and me, we've got seven. Wow. Wow. And so they're 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, and 14. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So Brooke has four. I have three. All of them for the most part are grown except for the 14 year old daughter is my daughter and she's a freshman in high school. So uh, a lot of our lives are centered around different things that our kids are doing even Mm -hmm. though most of them or all but one don't live with us. We share time with my ex-wife with Ella Mm -hmm. our youngest who lives also in Abilene. So,
1: So you have six in the 20s.
0: We have six in the
1: 20s. Wow. So right. I feel like when you give like one life advice, you should group text that to the whole, whole group. So like this could apply yeah. to anybody. One person asks, I'll give it to everybody. You know, so a lot of times people will
0: ask, well, how often you know mm-hmm. do you get them all together? And that's, that is rare yeah. because yeah. they're all doing their own thing. We have one uh, that's married yeah. out of the seven, another one that's engaged. So the one that's married is Brooks. And mm-hmm. then I've got a, my oldest mm-hmm. uh, daughter is engaged to be married in May. Wow. So we're going to have our second of the group that will be married. But we have had them together several times yeah. over holidays and things. Yeah. So one of the fun things that we did in January, and, and we, don't, we know that trying to plan mm. in too much detail doesn't yeah. work with that many people. So what we said is we're going to go skiing. Yeah, We're going to go to Telluride. Here are the dates we're going. All of you are invited to come if you want to go. <laughs> let us know who's in. We thought maybe we'd get five or six of them. They all came. All nine. love it. The, the spouse and the fiance. So we had 11 folks that awesome. yeah. went skiing in Telluride and had a blast. Oh, wow. that's fun. And Telluride's beautiful. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It's the first time I had ever been there. I oh, had yeah. okay. been before, yeah. uh, but I had never been. So yeah.
1: I feel like you're going to get, like, this huge drop of grandkids at one time, too. <laughs> like, boom, here's 20 of them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that is awesome. Uh, and we love big families. You know, mm-hmm. Vanessa and I have, have four. And we just, we just love those vacation times, spending that time together. Yeah. Uh, and I love that, you know, yeah. and again, being a, being a step-parent, I'm, I'm the step-parent as well, uh, how important that quality um, growing time is together and just that yeah. fun time that you guys can bond together. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about ACU. So, again, not very often you get a chance. I know a lot of our listeners are, you know, focused on their kids and, 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 and their education. And, you know, I know how much I benefited from going to ACU the relationships I had with professors, professors I had and professors that I didn't have in class, just the mm-hmm. people that I knew and those life conversations. Uh, I just want to know from your standpoint, what do you believe is the set aside? What sets ACU apart uh, from other schools? You know, I think it
0: gets right to the heart of what mm-hmm. you just mentioned. So what I would say for myself, which is probably very similar mm-hmm. to what you might Mm -hmm. describe about your experience. And quite frankly, in my role, a lot of what I do is is visit with people about Mm -hmm. the university, alumni, donors, friends. And I hear this story over and over again. It's the story of when I came to ACU, I found a community of people Mm -hmm. that I was embedded in. But more Mm -hmm. importantly, I found mentors who Mm -hmm. believed in me. Mm -hmm. They saw the best in me and they pushed me to be Mm -hmm. everything that I could be. Mm -hmm. And I find that that's the thing I think that makes ACU different. And it all comes from a foundation Mm -hmm. of wanting to serve Christ in all that we do. And so the common bond that we all share is a belief in Jesus as Mm -hmm. our father and in God as the creator Mm -hmm. and a desire collectively to honor God with our lives and through the university's work. Mm -hmm. And so that sense of, of common bond, I think allows relationships to go deeper and, and become broader than in a secular setting. Yeah. You know, we hire faculty and staff who absolutely have a passion to want to get to know every student. Yeah. You know, one of the things I will always say to parents or students is Mm -hmm. we believe that every single student Mm -hmm. that comes to ACU, is uniquely created in God's image Mm. and destined for greatness according to what he has called him to do in the world. And it's our incredible honor to get to walk with those students in that journey of discovery. And so I think the thing that sets us apart Mm. is a community of people who are looking for that opportunity to get to know you as you have been created in Christ Mm -hmm. and help encourage you to be what he's called you to be. I love that. Mm. That's so good. I absolutely
2: do. Well, and Dr. Schubert, you know, being the president and all that comes along with that. You know, just just more of a personal question. You know, how does how does your career affect, you know, your marriage and your kids because we talk a lot about marriage and kids and life balance and sure. mm-hmm. you know, between all the things we do. So what does that look like for you? You
0: yeah, know, there are a couple of jokes that come with that and sometimes <laughs> people will say, "Well, how do you how do you get to be the president of ACU?" And I will say, "Well, you you you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You look up one morning and you realize what just happened. Uh, and then also tell them that um, you know, being president, when they say what's it like, yeah. I said, well it's basically what it means is that somebody's gonna be mad at you for something every day and you get to kind of show up and figure out what it is. <laughs> And I say that jokingly, yeah. but the reality is there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Any yeah. role of leadership, part of what comes with that mm-hmm. is the scrutiny yeah. of decision yeah. than, and the um, the fact that that means you're going to be criticized. Yeah. And yeah. that actually is relevant because that can be hard on a family. Yeah. It can be hard on your spouse. It can be hard on your mm. kids yeah. because you find yourself in the public eye mm-hmm. more often than if mm-hmm. you were not in a role of leadership. And People are pretty free as we know Mm -hmm. to criticize and social media has made that a whole lot easier. But the way I look at it is that what I get to do every day Mm -hmm. is show up and try to bring the kind of experience to the table that I got to have and that you got to have. Mm -hmm. And so any amount of downside to that job is completely overcome with the the knowledge that what I get to do is show up Mm -hmm. and try to create an experience where a young man or a young woman is gonna Mm -hmm more fully see themselves as creating God's image and will leave with a passion and a desire to follow Jesus with their life and use their Mm -hmm. skills to do that. So I think engaging your family Mm -hmm. in that journey. Mm You know, my kids love being part of ACU. Mm -hmm. We've got one of our seven that's enrolled at ACU currently. Mm -hmm. We've had several others that have attended ACU that are now graduated. And we got one that we're hoping might, when it's time for her to make the decision, but not all of our kids have. And so two, two of mine went to different places. And part of that had to do with the visibility of my role. I mean, my daughter, Sydney, Mm -hmm. who will be getting married in uh, May, who's 25, told me in the college selection process, dad, I know I would love ACU, Mm -hmm. but I want to know I can do it on my own. Yeah. And you know, that's, part of what I hadn't necessarily anticipated mm-hmm. is one of the byproducts of the job is that
1: maybe for your own children, it's a little bit of a different experience. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's good.
1: Well, and I'm glad, I'm glad you said the word experiences cause that's what we're going to dive into next. Mm-hmm. And was I was reading over this question and the question really is, is what experiences can students expect? And we're going to, we're going to relate this to a lot of different areas, but I just want to, I just want to shine a little bit of light on two experiences that I, that I just remember off the top of my head. <laughs> so the first one was when I was, before I even attended ACU, when I was in my teenage years. I, I mentioned before there's a camp called Camp Kadish, and I, I think they still do this. Sure, yeah. Uh, one of the most powerful experiences I ever had as a young Christian, getting surrounded by a lot of kids that all kind of were dealing with the same thing uh, but it started getting me introduced to the culture of ACU and gave me opportunities to um, experience Christ without the lens of my parents. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I'd ever had that experience. So if you have kids that are in those teenage years and you're looking for them to have an experience, Camp Kadesh, I think, is absolutely amazing. And it also gives them an opportunity to meet like-minded people who will be attending sure. like-minded universities. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was always that bridge is when I walked onto ACU's campus, I knew people already. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of people. Uh, and the second experience um, that I had that I remember is opening chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that ACU is a little more unique because uh, they sing in all a cappella, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that uh, if you've never experienced it before, it's, it, it really is a magical experience. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is so God-breathed. To hear that many people, five, six thousand people in an auditorium singing um, all a cappella. Mm-hmm. And it just, those are the two experiences that I remember at the top of my head, and there's a thousand others. But from your side, uh, Dr. Schubert, what experiences do you hope, beyond meeting and, and connecting with professors, what do you hope that they experience at ACU?
0: You know, there are so many things, as you noted, that, that traverse the landscape mm-hmm. of what a college experience can be. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, this might surprise you. What I hope they experience is that ACU is also a good place to make some mistakes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think one of the things our kids need mm-hmm. when they go to college is the space mm-hmm. away from their mom and dad. Mm-hmm and the freedom Mm. to make some decisions. And inevitably, they're gonna make some poor choices. And so what Mm -hmm. I want them to experience, which I think is one of the most profound things for all of us in life, is to make a mistake and then recover from it. And to realize there's something, there's wisdom and Mm -hmm. life experience that I've gained in a community of people Mm -hmm. that are not gonna be ready to beat me over the head as much as they are wanting to hold me accountable, but then walk with me to say, okay, let's look at this together. Yeah. So that I don't have to have the fear of saying, yeah, I did that or yeah. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But instead, a community of people that are willing to sit down and say, let's let's walk through this together. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can be better. You can do better. Yeah. And let's learn from this. So I, I want for that th- mm. to have that experience. I also want them to experience yeah. peers that are good influences on them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we, we all need people to encourage us to be our, the best version of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I believe thoroughly that the vast majority of our students at ACU are great young men and women. Yeah, They may not exhibit that on every single day, Yeah, but the reality is they're searching for that rhythm of life that brings out the best in who they are. Mm. And I think that they will typically find people at ACU, mm-hmm. friends, that will encourage them to be the best version of themselves. And I, I want that for them also. I also want them to experience mentors who will mm. challenge them to think about the big questions of life. For example, who is it that you want to be really and why? And what do you want the impact of your life to look like and why? Those are big questions that I hope every college student has an opportunity Mm. at some point to begin to answer because I think it shapes Mm -hmm. the trajectory of the, the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so good. And We have so many um, people who are listening and watching right now, blended families, but a lot of these families, they're becoming empty nesters. So they have a lot of kids going to college. Um, And so what encouragement or advice, Dr. Schubert, would you give parents and blended families? And maybe you can speak from your own experience as well, um, who have children that are getting ready to go off to college?
0: You know, I, I think one of the things that's so important is to realize, even when it may feel difficult your kids are ready Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have poured into them for 18 years you have invested you've protected in many cases you've walked with them through the journey of all that comes with those years and the impact of those years and now you're in a situation to see this new door of opportunity open and i get that for most parents it can be a bit scary especially if it's your first child but to trust that god has prepared them for this time Mm -hmm. and to be willing to give them the space that they need to grow as an individual. One of the greatest things that happened to me at Abilene Christian was I grew up in a family of faith with a mom and dad who were devout Christians who instilled in me at an early age those values. But it wasn't until I went to ACU and I experienced the freedom of being on my own Mm. and whether or not I was going to get up on a Sunday morning and go to church or invest myself in a faith community that that faith became mine. Yeah, I'd seen it and I it was in proximity to me, mm. but it wasn't mine until I had the opportunity to decide for myself. And so I experience sometimes parents who have a difficulty in giving their child the space that they need to develop their own identity and make those decisions. So one of my encouragements is be, be available, yeah. mm. but create the space for them <laughs> to become themselves.
2: Yeah, no, that's good. Would you would you? have any advice so and i always think about this because our 16 year old and he wants to go to acu i mean he's yeah. good yeah
0: Wildcats. Man. yeah he's, he's trying like, to get him there I yeah. know,
2: i'm like you don't want to look at anything else he's like no acu i'm like okay um that but is,
0: that is one smart young man yeah. i'm telling you
2: <laughs> but and i think about this you know how in blended families that co-parenting dynamic you know how that changes when they are adults they can make decisions for themselves sure um, and going off to college. And so, you know, is there any, um, could you just give maybe just any advice to that as to maybe how that changes or, um, how can you, you, can make that experience better for the kids or just any, shed any light on that?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think, uh, that what I would shed is, is take an interest. So it, there's no doubt it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think each family probably has a different trajectory. Um, Brooke and I have only been married for, several years. And so we didn't, Mm -hmm. we didn't co-parent our seven Mm -hmm. from the time that they were young. We, we pretty well uh, became a family unit after the majority of our kids Mm -hmm. were through their adolescent stage. So I think that's different. So I I don't have the experience of speaking to how you co-parent younger kids, but as it relates to the older kids, um, I think it, it feels more like a, a friendship relationship, which yeah. is probably not the right thing for when the kids are younger because mm. there needs to be that authority. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the but taking an interest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Being a, a co-parent of kids who aren't biologically yours. Mm-hmm. Big part of that is investing yourself in what is inter- is interesting to them. Yeah. Being part of their lives, mm-hmm. whether it's the college selection process, whether it's the yeah. hobbies that they may really enjoy, the, the uh, opportunity to, to help them through a job search or mm-hmm. mentoring in a first job, yeah. that you are willing to spend time investing mm-hmm. intentionally in the things that are important in their lives, I think creates an incredible platform for a really strong relationship mm-hmm. yeah. and the, the ability to, to have that pay huge dividends for both the... Um, the parent, the co-parent, mm-hmm. as, as well as the child. And yeah. it, it's just so important.
1: So good. Well, and, and I think this process, I mean, a lot of people look at it and go, okay, the day they turn 18 or the day they leave for college, mm-hmm. all of a sudden now my role gets switched. And I, I don't think it necessarily starts at that particular moment because, you know, kids even, you know, Michael is 16 right now. Mm-hmm. And I start to see that, you know, he's starting to, trying to carve his path
2: mm-hmm. and make yeah. his
1: way into uh, into an adult world where he wants to 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 make those decisions, to make mistakes, but also have the uh, security of home. Uh, But I can imagine as they go to college and, you know, you get into that role where you're really in a support role. Yeah. Uh, You know, as even as co-parents, you know, you may have been in this, well, we raised this child or we raised these children and and everything decision was ours. And we shared that together. Uh, Then it comes to the point in time where the child is maybe at school and they're like, "Hey, I'm making my own decisions here, yeah. and our job as parents is to support them, mm-hmm. uh, guide them if if asked, if needed, um, but hopefully trust that God's got the plan and yeah. He's and that's why again I love Abilene Christian. I love I love a lot of Christian schools, but I really you know my firsthand knowledge of ACU is there's such a supportive culture of when there are problems to go to very wise people mm-hmm. who have open arms and open doors that say." you know what, just come and let's talk about this. Let's, yeah. let's have a conversation. Let's make the best uh, decision we can. But Let's make it together and let's make it with God. Um, that's, what I, that's why I think it's so important. And I think blended families, um, as they're listening to this and they're thinking, well, college is far away. No, it will get here soon. Yeah. It's, coming, it's coming fast, right? And, yeah. and it's good to start planting seeds. Mm-hmm. It's good to start asking questions of like, hey, where, you know, where, do, where do you see your future? Because one thing I've been surprised about is that 15, 16, the answer is, I don't know. You know, (laughs) what are you going to do? I don't know. Where are you going to go to school? (laughs) I don't know. Like, do you know what you need to get into school? I don't know. Um, And those are the good questions to ask because they start thinking about the future. Yeah. Um, So I'm just excited that that people are hearing this. I think it's also a fine line,
0: too, you know, when you're at that stage. Mm -hmm. I heard a phrase one time. Somebody said, uh, do as little as you can. For your kids, and as much as you can with your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some real wisdom in that, especially yeah. when you begin, because it, it, it makes parents feel a bit unnerved when it's answered. Everything's I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And you think, okay, I've I've got to intervene. <laughs> I have I have lost I here. I've got to do up something. The SAT, the ACT. Yeah. I've got to make sure they cl- pick their class. Yeah. and Do all these things, and the reality is. We can, I think, as parents, go too far, yeah. and, and what we instead need is to is to walk alongside yeah. and do exactly what you said, which was trust that God is going to to, to yeah. intervene and bring them along yeah. in a way that is unique and individual to them. But we, as parents, are there
1: continually to support, yeah, yeah. but not to do it for them. Mm, that's no, that's good. good. Yeah, and preparation and prayer is something that I would encourage anybody who's listening here because they are big steps. Mm-hmm. Moving your kids to another location and then going out on their own—it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so prepare in prayer that, that that God's got a plan for them. Um, you know, again, wherever they choose to go to school, mm-hmm. you know, pray for that. Uh, again, I'm a little biased because I love A.C.U. and I think it's a great place. Yeah, it is a great place. It really is. And we were talking about that on the way in. It's just you—you you drive up and you just—it it feels different. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a good feel to it.
2: Yeah. Well, and Dr. Schubert, we're coming to the end of the podcast and this is just a staple question. We ask all of our guests, but the name of our ministry is Blended Kingdom Families. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to ask you, what does a Blended Kingdom family mean to you?
0: I'm sure there are a lot of different answers to that. Um, You know, one of the things I think I've seen and and maybe what God has has shown me in our experience is that uh, blended families, I think, give everyone the opportunity to be selfish there, there are plenty of reasons. If, if, you're, if you have found yourself navigating a blended family environment, mm. there are a lot of temptations to, to act in ways that are more focused on what your needs are mm. and begin to p- kind of protect against the, the, the impacts of what that means. I mean, it, yeah. all of our kids have had to sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? The parents, as they travel that blended family mm-hmm. path, find themselves in unusual and difficult situations. And yeah. I think anyone could find complete logic and rationale and kind of stepping back and saying kind of woe is me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what a blended kingdom family does is it's a family that starts with a mom and dad who are willing to be selfless, Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. I think scripture calls us to be, Mm -hmm. to recognize that there is beauty, amazing beauty that is waiting to emanate from this blended family. But what it means is we've got to kind of push our needs aside as an individual Mm -hmm. and collectively focus on the well-being of our family and model that for our kids so that in turn, they would find the comfort and confidence to do the same thing. And I've watched my kids and Brooke's kids exhibit that in an incredible way to, to not, this isn't about me. Mm -hmm. This is about what, how can we as a family Mm -hmm. come together and honor God and each other Mm -hmm. by being willing to defer. And so that's what I would say.
2: I like that a lot. I do too. Yeah. I like it. I know. It's always fun hearing everybody's, you know, what's on response. response. Yeah. It's awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Hey, Schuber, you. for being here. Uh, we want to give an opportunity, uh, tell people where they can find ACU, where they can find um, all the resources that you'd like to point them to. www.acu.edu.
0: There's, <laughs> that's our website. Yeah. Anything you want, you can find there. Of course, anytime, yeah. any of you, uh, if you're ever wanting to come out and visit Abilene Christian University, Shoot me an email, president at acu.edu is my email address. Would love to come and meet you. Tell, tell me that you heard about it on the Blended Families Kingdom pod, k-
1: podcast, and I'd love to come and say hello. Yeah, and for those who don't know, just real quick, ACU is in West Texas in Abilene, Texas. <laughs> it is a great little place. So right. uh, awesome. Well, thanks so much yes, for being with you, us, Dr. Schubert. It you, really God. has been an honor. Yes. My pleasure. Yes. Guys, thanks so much for joining in today. Please make sure, like, share, respond, podcast. We'd love to have uh, more subscribers and love to have you in our community. Have a great day.
2: Be blessed in all that you do today.
1: Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.
2: And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests.
0: And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.